don't mess with my man. I'm gonna be the one to bring it to you. Here's a little advice for you. Find your own man. What's going on, everybody? I'm Mara. And I'm Tess. And welcome back to Sisters Who Kill. And we have a crazy story today about jealousy, mm-hmm. love, and of course, murder. Okay, so let's get into our players. Mm -hmm. So first we have Emily Clements. This is our victim. She is white, and she is the ex-girlfriend. Then we have Rocky, Rocky Jr. Rocky is the boyfriend. Then we have Laisha Landrum, and that is our murderess this evening, morning, whenever you're listening to this podcast. (laughs) And she is Rocky's girlfriend and also Rocky's baby mother. Mm Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this, you probably already know what I'm about to say, that today is the day for you to start your podcast. You have everything that you need, your computer, a little microphone, and Spotify for podcasters. It is the all-in-one platform where you can host, edit, and record your podcast and distribute it everywhere. Where you're listening right now, you can have your podcast there. I promise, for real. And it's free. And you can make some money off of your podcast for free. Free money. Free money is out there. Just go get it by starting your podcast today. So the story begins Wednesday, June 9, 2004. 16-year-old Emily Clemens just returned back from her mother's house in Tampa about a month ago. So she's white. She's blonde. One evening, she went out and she told her mom that she was going to catch the bus to go hang out at the mall. She catches the bus, but this is the last time Emily will ever walk out this house. Though Emily's mother thinks she's going to the mall, she's actually headed towards her ex-boyfriend Rocky's house. Mm. Her ex-boyfriend. They met at school, but this is not just any random high school. This is like an alternative school because they were some badass kids. So, yeah, they've all had some run-ins with the, with the law. Now, Rocky's parents were divorced. when he They got divorced when he was about 12 years old. His parents were still pretty great at co-parenting, though. So Rocky was living with his mother, but then his mother started picking up a lot of hours. She was trying to make ends meet, so she didn't have a lot of time for Rocky to be there. So Rocky ended up moving in with his dad. Now when he moved in with his dad, he was, like, experimenting with drugs, starting to get in fights at school, you know, doing shit he ain't had no business. So he soon gets arrested for burglary, for drug possession, and vehicle theft, and he was sent to juvie. Now, he did his time at juvie. He came back home. Okay. And then when he came back home, he started getting into his old shit. So his dad was so like, So he didn't right. learn. So he didn't learn his lesson. So his dad was like, bet. So he's not going to regular school. He's going to an alternative school. But it actually worked out for him. He enjoyed school. He kind of likes it there. He starts to thrive. And it seems like Rocky's starting to turn his life around. He's a good looking guy. And he soon catches the eye of one Miss Emily Clemens. Emily is in alternative school because she didn't know how to act in regular school, and she got a couple of domestic violence cases, so they sent her here to straighten it out. The two get together, and they fall in love. Yeah, they do. You can't tell them nothing. At least, you can't tell Emily nothing. Rocky is just getting some attention, and he loving that shit. There's a show for my woman, and it says that Emily's very much in love, and Rocky is infatuated. So not like... Love, love, but like I'm really loving this attention. I'm really loving fucking you. Right. I'm this will work 16. for right now. Right. Yeah. They... Fucking with no condoms. What? Why, why he not gonna like it? Right. I mean, his little snow bunny. They enjoying themselves like teenagers do. And Emily finds herself pregnant, and the couple's like, "Okay, we gotta keep this a secret until we get this all figured out." 
Unfortunately, before Emily even starts showing, she miscarries the baby. That's so sad. But even though she miscarried, she still got caught for being pregnant. And her mama found out and she sent her away to go live with her daddy. While Emily is away, life goes back to normal for Rocky. He's still going back to school. He's still doing his thing. Not too much has changed now that he no longer has this responsibility. And he soon meets our murderess, Laisha Landrum. Now, Laisha, Laisha is lively. Yes, honey. She is the life of the party. She is like, she's the social butterfly. She's the leader of the group. She peeps Rocky and she's like, you know, hey, you, you know, she's like, you and me now. Mm-hmm. Me and you, we together. And Rocky with the shit. And Rocky is with the shit, okay? So he finally <laughs> finds himself in love. This is the first time that he's in a like real relationship. They fucking around. They doing what they doing. They up, uh, up in each other's face. Find out they pregnant. How you knock two girls up in one high school year? Like <laughs> <laughs> one single year. Like you ain't never heard of a condom. God you damn. Golly. Lacia's family is not having it. They're like uh, not up in here. Which black mamas don't be bringing that baby up in here especially you 16 i ain't gonna be raising that baby right she ends up on rocky's doorstep rocky's father says okay y'all can stay here and rocky's mom says okay i'll pay for child care so school can be y'all priority at this point laisha's feeling very taken care of you know what i'm saying and she liked that shit they living together all in love and shit they have this baby Things are good at first, but it's been 18 months since Emily moved and about three weeks since Lacia's given birth. That is not a lot of time. Emily is back in town and headed to the school, and Emily is still in love. Now, Rocky has moved on. He very much loves Lacia, but he still missed that little snow bunny, too. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I heard they a different type of wild. <laughs> <laughs> Emily is upset. Emily is upset when she sees that Rocky has moved. He's like, look, I have a baby. And 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 like, not only has he moved on, but he moved on and had a baby. Which I just can't imagine. I I understand that you're hurt. Right. She's upset. You think that she, I would think that it'd be like, I can't talk to him. I'm done with him. Like, cut him off. That didn't happen. She said, you gonna remember what this shit was and you gonna come running back home. And she was hitting Rocky up. She was calling. She was texting. Rocky is feeling like the man right now. Like, he got his baby mama up in his crib with his baby and that's nice. But, you know, fatherhood is rough on a 16-year-old. Yeah. And he got this snow bunny to let it on out on. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't like that so much. She wasn't having it. So, she gets real suspicious and she was like, you fucking with her? And he's like, nah, girl, chill. And she come home and she was like... Because my sister-in-law's baby cousin, Tracy, she told me she went to the show last night. She saw you there all hugged up with some giraffe. Now tell me who she was. And he was like... My sister-in-law's baby cousin, Tracy, is a goddamn... Yeah, she a, she a lie. She didn't see me at no movies, hugged up with nobody. And she was like... Mm, yeah, yeah, well, let me tell you what. You just tell the bitch whoever she is. When I catch her, I'ma beat her ass. My opinion. Them rumors around school will get you every time. Listen. Those rumors around school will get you every time. If somebody else knows you wasn't being a proper side chick, although I guess side chick was not her goal. But he that's what he wanted. He was thinking, that, right. oh, I'ma have Shorty on the side. But, like, the perfect side chick... Mm-hmm. It's like someone that like knows your work schedule or in his case your school schedule. Right. They know when you alone or busy. They not gonna trip if you don't respond. And never ever ever. They know when their hours are. If we're talking about two thousand four. Never ever ever calls. Don't call. I call you. I'ma call you. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Emily wasn't having that shit. She stayed on Rocky ass. Sure did. You gonna get this loving? Laisha was like, let me tell you something. 
She got one more time. I'm not doing this shit with you. I just had your goddamn baby, and this how you gonna do me? I feel her. That's how niggas do, though. That's a- they love to fuck around on a bitch that just had a baby or while she pregnant. Laisha has had it. She is fed up. Do you love me or do you love her? And so then he tries to ghost her. He tries to ghost Emily. He's like, I'm done. But where's Emily? On that line. On his ass. Laisha is like, call your little hoe and tell her come see you about this apartment. Mm-hmm. Come, come around here. We gonna settle this for once and for all. So Laisha goes and she drops her baby off. Because she's like preparing for a fight, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that she's preparing for an altercation. Mm-hmm. Rocky is not messing with Laisha. She's very much dominant in this relationship. Yeah, she's the dom. So whatever she says goes. So Rocky, she's like, tell that bitch come over. Okay, I'm going to text her. Mm-hmm. Rocky's dad leaves that night for work. So I guess he works the night shift. And Rocky goes ahead and makes that call to Emily. He's like, hey, babe, come over. You know, Laisha out doing whatever the fuck. So, you know, you can slide through real quick. And Emily is like, yes, daddy. Hops on that little city bus, heads on over to the apartment. But when that door opens... It's Laisha ass standing right there like, what's up, bitch? Here I am. <laughs> Laisha grabs Emily and attacks her in the face. She swinging. Emily swinging. They tussling and shit. Y'all had to remember, Emily had a domestic violence charge. This bitch done been in a fight or two. Okay. Rocky, all he's doing at this point is just closing the door, letting them fight in the living room. I don't know if Laisha got tired or what, but she calls on Rocky for help. And like a dumbass, instead of breaking the two up, Rocky joins in and starts punching the shit out of Emily. Just bam, bam, over and over again. They hit her a total of 35 times. And they not just boxing this girl with their hands. They grabbing all types of shit. They done hit her upside the head with a steel frying pan. Hit her so hard that the handle them broke off. Of a steel frying pan and with a boombox. In the face. The boombox is, half the boombox is broken off. And then to top it all off. As if all of that wasn't bad enough. Laisha looked and she picked up a hammer. And she was hitting Emily in the face with the claw side blood is obviously everywhere emily's skull is cracked and she's kind of laying there motionless and at this point these two dumbasses are like what do we do we got a body here on the floor rocky calls their mutual friend marshall watson to come over he lives in the same apartment building marshall was one of them niggas with sense marshall comes in he see emily body on the floor he said nope Turned around and he left. Said, I don't want shit to do with that. So, they sitting there and they contemplating. And soon, they figure out what they're going to do with this body. So, with Emily's limp body laying out on their living room, they decide they got to give her the evidence, right? So, they wrap her up in blankets and they carry her out to the apartment dumpster. They make a couple of trips. They're getting rid of all the evidence that they can. And they go back into the apartment and think that's the end of the night. It's about 2 a.m. at this point, right? Hillsborough Sheriff Daniel Levinsky gets a 911 call about noises coming from a dumpster. The reports say that it's maybe an animal that's stuck in there. Right. So, he arrives on scene and they hear like a coming from the dumpster like okay let's look in there and see what that is he looks in he sees a leg sticking out he starts pulling out the other bloody items and unwraps this girl in a comforter and he's like hello can you hear me can you hear me y'all emily is still alive 
They get a helicopter. They rush her to the hospital where she is immediately put on life support. She was so badly beaten. She was pretty much unrecognizable. The only way they were able to ID her is because she had her identification in, in her pocket. They called her mom. Her mom came to the hospital. And the only way her mom was able to positively ID her is because she remembered the nail polish that Emily had on her fingers. Damn. That is... That is... <laughs> brutal it is couple is inside and they see all this commotion going outside the cops are there and they begin to prepare a story the detectives knock on the door Laisha opens it when questioned Laisha's like yeah we seen her and we don't like her when she opened the door Emily tried to barge in and she cut me and she kicking me in the arm and the stomach she threatened to kill my baby luckily I had dropped him off at the sitter but she ain't here trying to fight me and shit and then she gonna she started trying to attack Rocky so I didn't know what to do so I just ran into the kitchen and grabbed the pot and I hear her once on the head and she fell and then she left and then we heard a thud when she walked out but it's not like we went and checked on her or anything so that's what they told detectives about the last night that they saw Emily Clemens alive they know that that's bullshit right witnesses have already come forward and they said look I saw them going back and forth to the dumpster like maybe y'all should look into them a little bit more so and they interviewed fucking Marshall. And Marshall already said he went with that shit. Right, Marshall if said- If you well, asking, I'm telling. <laughs> so, it is what it is. Pharrell said some shit like that. Did you see that? Mm -mm. I'm gonna put a clip here and I'm gonna show it to you later. Okay. Because he was like- I'm fucking snitching, bro. What are you talking about? Yo, everybody plays their part. This is a movie. You guys, everybody plays their part. Yeah, you're They're a tough guys. Don't snitch. No, you're I'm snitching. Listen, Don't do nothing around me. I'm not doing for the channel. <laughs> I'm a snitch. <laughs> I ain't got time to be caught up in your old bullshit, okay? I don't have time. Okay. The teens were booked on felony charges for tampering with evidence because they found that frying pan in the dumpster. The officer is like, obviously this is more serious than tampering, but this is a good charge for now that we can prove and then we can continue our investigation and add more shit on. When they were brought in for questioning, they separated the two. So, like we said, Rocky is a little bit passive. He's a little nervous. And so when he is has to be questioned without Laisha, he starts to break. And he quotes saying, I don't want to lose her. And they're like, what are you talking lose about? Lose who? And he was like, Laisha. Is not who he needs to be worried about in this moment of time. After some questioning, he then breaks down and he says, Laisha did it. She did everything. You know, I had nothing to do with it. Laisha did that shit. He's just like, it's it's whatever for Laisha. After hours of questioning, he finally admits that Laisha gave the final blow. He said that she was the one who hit her with the frying pan and she's the one who grabbed the hammer. After 12 hours of fighting, Emily finally dies. Now this shit is a whole different story for these two. Now it's murder. Rocky's case came pretty fast. He was tried and convicted in November in 2004, but Laisha didn't go to trial. Streaming October 6th on Paramount Plus. First place I learned about death was a pet cemetery. Dead things buried in that land would come back. There's something else. Something's wrong with Timmy. He needs time to adjust. That's not Timmy. Something's talking through him. Dead is better. Pet Cemetery. Bloodlines. Rated R. Streaming only on Paramount Plus. 
until January 2006. So Laisha goes to trial January 10th, 2006. And at that trial, Emily's friends stand up and they testify against Laisha. They say that Emily sensed that this was coming, that she was still hitting up Rocky, but also Laisha called her phone. Laisha said, you know, if that bitch don't stop calling, I'm going to kill her. Verbatim on a voicemail like a dumbass another witness at the trial was a convicted felon and jail inmate terry dunlap she said laisha would do anything for rocky and would and would she y'all she is in here awaiting her own trial so she went through terry to pass notes to rocky y'all ever watched you ever watched uh 60 days in and they show you how they send them little mail through the toilet Mm -hmm. that shit is amazing to me but she got her passing notes to rocky she even says that laisha wrote her a note telling where to find the hammer Mm. and asked her to get rid of it and now this bitch at your trial testifying against you ain't that some shit you gotta watch who the fuck you talk to that also makes me a little hmm because Rocky definitely testified that Laisha did the final blow. So why is her disposing of the hammer going to help? Because she said, I asked why she wanted me to do that. And she said, it's going to help Rocky. I don't know that either. That's what I was asking earlier. Because if he's already been tried and convicted and you already got a tampering with evidence. Well, I'm saying this. Your DNA is already on everything. So what's. This why informant might have been before he was tried and convicted. You know what I mean? Because they were sitting in jail. But even still. But they still, picked up everything else. I guess. Like, you think they the need hammer. maybe that was maybe because if that was technically the murder weapon the frying pan is not what killed her it's that hammer that bashed her skull in that killed her you know i think it was all of the above now, i think all of it before that was just a real good ass beating i think that hammer to the head a metal pat, a that's metal. a concussion i think she could have survived but i think it's that it's that hammer for me some pieces of her skull have like never been found <sighs> anything for rocky that's just what Laisha was on. Laisha's holding it down. She but, was acquitted for first degree murder. And then she was found guilty of second degree murder. They and first pro- degree means you thought it out, right? Right. And second degree means it just happened. Right. Everybody was sad at their sentencing. Everybody spoke at the sentencing. And Laisha and Rocky's mom spoke. For the 19 months that I haven't helped or even touched my body, the pain that I go through. So I can only imagine what you go through, as well as your husband. For that, I say I'm sorry. And then Emily's dad, Brett, he spoke up and he said, look, any tears that are shed for this defendant, they're crocodile tears. Baloney. Baloney. He was like, she's not crying. Like, I don't believe her. Like, please judge, because they get do the victim statements. Give her the maximum sentence. Mm-hmm. Straight up. He's like, her- I'm trying to be strong, but don't you dare let this little girl out for killing my daughter. Right. And then Laisha's family is like, look, she has a four, mo- well, she had a four month old. So now a two year old that is never going to see their mother. Like, let her have saying that you know she's a minor she can change and please be lenient on her sentence because they're only 17 by the time this is all over with at least rocky was sentenced at 17 she just hit 20 by the time it came around the sentence comes down and laisha is found guilty of second degree murder and given life in prison without the possibility of parole and i call bullshit she's 16 prison is about reform or at least it's supposed to be supposed to be how do you lock a 16 year old two 16 year old kids up for life and say that this is a system of reform right like are you 
are you not worried about helping them become better people? They are still minors. They still have that chance. Yes, they need to do time. Yes, they need to make sure that they are making strides to become better people and it needs to be evaluated and there will be a board, a parole board that will see if they get out or not. It's still a child who did this shit. So in 2012, a case in Alabama called Miller versus the state of Alabama goes to the Supreme Court and basically this is a complaint to the Supreme Court saying hey, that has gone through the system that says, hey, minors being charged for first degree murder and then getting life without the possibility of parole is unconstitutional. It is against what it means to be in prison, against reform. And so the Supreme Court says, you're right. You're right. That is unconstitutional. So now minors that were charged with first degree murder are getting resentenced and it's happening all, all over the, the United States because the Supreme Court said it. Laisha, on the other hand, is up for resentencing. But here's the thing. Laisha was found guilty of second degree murder, not first. And Miller only specifically talks about first degree murder. So then they had to go and petition this in front of Florida judges. But wouldn't you think if you're willing to let it go for first degree murder, which means you planned it out, then wouldn't you if be that's more lenient? Offense, right? Wouldn't you be more lenient when it's second degree? The judges were seeing that as well. Her petitioner, like, girl, you were not prepared for court that day. Like, I don't know what you knew nothing about Laisha's background and the guy from the state did. But, like, under these guidelines, there's... So, when the Miller case happened, they decided that there's certain things that you should look into when sentencing a child, which she was. And it's their age. Is there a possibility for them to reform? Their cultural background, which I feel doesn't ever get enough attention. Right. Are they mature? And we're talking about 16-year-olds in the height of their hormones fighting over a nigga? No, they're not fucking mature. No, they're definitely this not. This nigga knocked up two bitches in the same year. No, he's not mature. Like, if we're going to go off these things. And so they even have a scale. Like, they have some secret formula or whatever to figure out how much time you should do in jail. And Laisha score ranging from 22.3 years to life imprisonment without the possibility of parole. And they gave her life imprisonment without the possibility of parole. Right. Like, and you so, could at least gave her parole. Right, because, like, if I think back to the twins, right, they got 30, 30 years. 30 years. And that's a lot, but also Reasonable, murder, you can you know? get out early if you do good behavior, if the circumstances are right. Exactly. And exactly. your minimum is 22.3. And I could see that being more because it is actually a second-degree murder charge. And it's it's a lot. It's a lot. And so now this girl has, has girl at 16 no that she has future, right? nothing to live for. She has nothing to look forward to. Why yes. not help somebody? Like, I, they're still young. They, they're still young and they have a baby. They have made a lot of mistakes, clearly. They're not bright clearly but go to prison do your time whatever it is you could even you didn't even shoot for the middle of that you could have did 50 years and it has still been outrageous but goddamn right. life without parole but it is in the state of florida and the state of florida <laughs> gives out more life sentences than anyone if you want to eat shit go to florida you know right. if you want to commit crime be a white man in and be right. <laughs> <laughs> there it is there it is because of this miller case they're both appealing their sentences it's not guaranteed that they'll get a lesser sentence but i do feel it's worth the try mm -hmm. um as far as the child she's being raised by relatives so i'm glad they at least kept it in the family and she had to become part of the system um well i'm not black i'm oj
parole or no parole <laughs> resentence first and then we'll get there like you right. don't even have parole right you don't even i think i why the fuck not would you resentence a 16 year old for second degree murder if you are resentencing minors for is miller white murder? or black white let's say white it's alabama. what's the case called miller versus miller versus alabama white of course it was white <laughs> look at his white ass as pale as can be he looks like a school shooter right now she has not been resentenced it is still going through the court i just hope that while she's waiting on it that she's doing the right thing that she's doing the right thing and like finally there's a light at the end of this tunnel right right, right now she's a, right now she's like 33 and since you were 16 it's been nothing it's been walking into nothing so how do you stay up every day and i I, especially when you're so young like i think about shit that i did at 16 and i was dumb don't know how the fuck i made it through you know was... we will give you updates on laisha's case how she's doing how rocky's doing all of it all of that thank you guys for listening back to the episode we want to shout you guys out because yeah. we really appreciate you guys if you want to be featured on our episode just leave a comment under apple Podcasts or your favorite streaming platform and we'll totally read your comments on the air our first comment is from Jalen Michelle, who says, Best new podcast! I'm a true crime junkie, and this is the most informative yet still entertaining podcast I've heard in a while. Can't wait for the next episode. Well, here you go, sis. Next episode. Yes! Thank you for the five-star review, and also thank you to, for the five-star review from All My Names Are Taken. All My Names Are Taken said, I stumbled across this new podcast that I can now add to my weekly podcast rotation. Really thought-provoking and informative. Why, thank you very much. We appreciate it. If you'd like to be featured on our show and be one of our five-star raters, just go on down to the bottom of the homepage. And that's where you can leave a comment. And I will actually put up a tutorial on our Instagram page. So you can follow us on Instagram at sisterswhokillpod. You can email us at sisterswhokillpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow the discussion group where we talk about, I don't know, murder and everything <laughs> at sisterswhokillpodcast discussion group on Facebook. And as well, like the page sisterswhokillpodcast on Facebook. You got anything to say? I don't. You guys have a good weekend.